Morning, everyone. <laughs> okay, morning, everyone. Thank you very much. And uh, very welcome to um, our Thinking Day service this morning. And really appreciate all your support. support. And um, afterwards, there'll be a cup of tea and homemade tray bakes, which uh, you're very, very welcome to stay and join us and, and have a wee bit of fellowship, a wee bit of crack. Okay, so very welcome. I just want to start our service today. I want to say hello, first of all, to the boys and girls. Fantastic to have you all here. Absolutely brilliant. And I want to just read from Matthew chapter 19, verse 13. It's when Jesus was... Uh, walking with his disciples and a lot of the children came up to him and were climbing on him I suspect and tugging at him and, and his disciples were trying to keep him away and, and this is what he said little children were brought to him that he might put his hands on them and pray but the disciples rebuked him but Jesus said let the little children come to me and do not forbid them for of such is the kingdom of heaven and he laid his hands on them and departed from there. So we're just going to pray a wee minute. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for all of these children that are here this morning, all of the young people that are here this morning. We thank you for their parents, their grandparents, everyone who's come out and taken time to come out and support them. We just pray, God, that you would be with us. We welcome you here this morning. We pray that you would be in the center of this whole service. And Lord, be a part and help those, Lord, who are taking part. Help them, Father, they might be a wee bit nervous, and that's natural. We just pray that you'd calm them down and help them to enjoy this service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we're going to stand, we're going to sing our first hymn uh, just before the colors come in. I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus, the Nazarene.
seated. I apologise that we don't have enough order of services for everyone. Um, so if you have, if there's a row that has plenty and you want to just share with anyone behind you that has none, please do so. Uh, I'm going to get out of your way in a wee minute and the service is just going to flow as it flows. Um, but I have a few wee announcements just to make um, before I do that. Um, on the, the order of service, uh, there, at the very last page, there is an outline of our worship and prayer time from last Sunday night. And I know, I understand that not everybody's able to come to that, but uh, the guidelines and the different Bible verses are there to help you in your own time, in your own quiet times with God to pray and, and to give you a few guidelines about what we're praying about in the church. Um, also, this evening we have Life Lounge uh, with Terry Morrison as our guest. Life Lounge is where we have a sofa at the front here and like it's like a coffee bar and uh, someone is interviewed for 20, 25 minutes and also uh, waiting for Sophie, which are a praise group. They lead us in worship this evening. Um, so half past seven, everybody is very welcome. And Terry will be sharing his personal testimony and he'll be providing an insight into the background and the purpose and the mission of his connection to, for Cape and Ray Bible College. Okay, and just if any guys or any, anybody has any time after you have a cup of tea today, if you're able to help us set out just for Life Lounge tonight, that would be really appreciated. Also, church committee, just a wee reminder that there's a church committee meeting on Tuesday night, 28th of February, half past seven. And Friday, this Friday, 3rd of March, is the World Day of Prayer, which this year has been prepared by Christians living in Taiwan. And the local service will be held in Grimsport Presbyterian Church at 11 a.m. And there'll be refreshments that will be available from a quarter past 10 a.m. Also, the afternoon tea, just next Saturday, just to remind you of that, um, and everyone's very, very welcome to that next Saturday afternoon. Now, it's week uh, announcement here. See the request in the announcements about cake stands in the order of service. Also, anyone who has ordered tickets to see Muriel after the service. Also, our next Messy Church. Messy Church is for kids on a Sunday afternoon. About every two months we have it, and Ben, our community outreach worker, uh, he, he does that. Um, basically, there's craft, and there's food, and there's fun, and there's a little talk, and it's on a Sunday afternoon, and it'll be Sunday the 12th of March, and uh, leaflets are available in the vestibule if you'd like to come along or any of your children would like to come along, please take one, stick it on your fridge as a wee reminder or give it to your friends or neighbours. Also, the moderator of the Presbyterian Church uh, has been writing to all congregations, asking them to support uh, the situation in Turkey and Syria with the earthquakes. And uh, we were picking some money up last week, just uh, some gifts from people that wanted to give to that. This is the final week if you want to give in uh, towards that really good cause. So that's all. I'm going to get out of your way now. And uh, as I say, the service is going to flow and I'll just leave it into hands more capable than myself. Um, and uh, it'll be Asha Torrens just starting off with a prayer. So I'll get out of the road. Let us pray. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for this lovely sunny morning and the opportunity to all meet together today to celebrate the rainbows, brownies, guides, rangers and leaders. Today is the day when we think about all of our sisters around the globe and we thank you for all of the organisations that help girls and young women develop new skills, grow to be kind, brave and caring members of I pray that all we do this morning would demonstrate the care that the leaders put into each week and that it will glorify you. In Jesus' name, Amen.
Romans chapter, chapter 6, verse 15 through 18. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? By no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are the slaves of one you obey, whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness? But thanks to God, but thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that now has proclaimed your allegiance. You've been set free from sin and have become slaves of righteousness. Okay. In the presence of God and following the example of Jesus, I promise that I will do my best to think about my beliefs and to be... Good job. Okay, promise. <laughs> okay. I promise... I promise that I, I pro promise that I will do my best to develop my beliefs, community, to help other people and to keep the brownie guide law. Well done. <laughs> I'm going to invite the guides and the rangers and anybody in the congregation who was a past rainbow brownie or guide leader all stand and make their promise with us. <laughs> In the presence of God and following the example of Jesus, I promise that I will do my best to be true to myself and develop my beliefs, to serve the King and my community, to help other people and to keep the guide law. Thank you.
had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are re really my disciples, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered, We are Abraham's descendants and have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Let us pray. Dear God, we bring our prayers to you on this thinking day for guides. We ask that you would show us the way, tell us the truth, and allow us to live a life that is worthy of you. 
We remember all those who are involved in guiding across the world and we ask for your blessing upon them. We thank you that Guides is dedicated to creating a better world for girls and young women. We thank you for the many skills that we gain that can help our community. We pray for this congregation of Ballycrocken and all those who are within it. We are in need of your help and healing at this time. We pray for the community in which area you have placed us and we pray for the impact that Guides has on this area. We thank you for our Guides leader and leaders and the support that we receive from this church. Amen. Let us pray. Dear God, we come before you this morning with our prayers, and we know that you are a great and wonderful God. We know that you listen to our prayers and answer them according to your will. You are over all things and in control of all situations. We pray that we would know your presence in our lives. We think today about all the members of our organization across the world, all the rainbows, brownies, guides, and ranger guides. We also remember our leaders, and we thank them for the effort that they make each week to plan and run our activities. We pray that the guiding will help girls to come into contact with your church so that their lives can be blessed in many ways. We know that guides has a positive effect on girls and young women right across the country. This encompasses many cultures and reaches out to girls from different backgrounds. We pray for the impact that our unit has on this community in Ballycrocken. We pray for the work here in Ballycrocken, which has gone on for many years. We remember the many girls who have been touched by the work that has been undertaken in this church. Amen. Let us pray. Dear God, I thank you for all the girls and young women who are part of this organisation here in Ballycrocken. I pray that you would direct myself and other leaders in the challenges that we face. I thank you that guiding promotes self-confidence and feelings of self-worth at a time when many young people are under pressure from social media and other forces in our modern world. We thank you for this church and the support that it has always provided to guides. We pray for the ongoing work in this place. We know that Guides helps girls and young women to know you more through the activities that take place here. We thank you that Girl Guiding attracts members no matter what their background and there's always a place for everyone. It's a place where girls can feel comfortable talking openly about any worries or problems. We pray that you would assist us in our activities and keep all our members safe during their varied events. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you and ask your blessing on all the girls who are part of the guiding family here at Ballycrocken, and for the leadership and family support they receive. And for every child who is part of, the guide, of guiding around the world, we pray that you would be in their lives, that they would grow up knowing that they are loved by you. We pray and thank you for the leaders and for the wonderful work they do for the girls each week. We pray that you will continue to give them the encouragement and enthusiasm to help nurture our rainbows, brownies, guides and rangers, that they will develop not only their life skills, but more importantly, their faith in you as their Heavenly Father. As you bless them with opportunities, we pray that they would, in turn, be able to change the lives of others they meet, and through life's challenges, they will always know you as their strength and comfort. Heavenly Father, our children are a precious gift from you, and we know they mean so much to you. You have lived here and you know what it's like to be a child and to feel everything that children feel. Please guide our children in every step they take. Protect them, keep them healthy and help them to thrive in this ever-changing world we live in. We ask these things in your name. Amen.
Everybody's doing so well so far. Wow. Um, I need a helper here. Um, we're going to do a quiz. Mark loves his quizzes, so I've been talked into doing a quiz. Jackie wanted me to bring the water pistols out, but we thought, no, well, <laughs> we'll keep it a wee bit more simple. Yes. So we're going to split just down the middle. Okay. So I hope you know all these. They're not too bad. And whoever answers the question is going to have to throw a ball and we'll see what score you get. So big competition on here. So we'll maybe need somebody to, Jackie, <laughs> you're good keeping the score. Okay. So Chris has them on the PowerPoint for me. Okay. So we're going to go this side first. Okay. So hands up. Who was Jesus's mother here on earth? <gasps> I think you got that. Well done. Well done. And what's your name? Lila. Lila. Well done. Right. Are you going to throw a ball? Try it, Rebecca. <laughs> Woo! That's a 160. Woohoo! Or is it not? Oh, it is 160. Well done. My, my husband's darts have been <laughs> coming off. Right, okay. This side. Pressure's on, guys. Okay. Name the city where Jesus was born. I think. Right, okay. Yes. Well done. Come on up and throw a ball. Lacey, this is. The biggest smile. Okay, see what score. Well, Rebecca. Woo! Woo! <laughs> so that's 200. Woo! Right, okay, this side again, pressure's on. How many disciples did Jesus choose? Right, okay. Well done! Come on up. Okay. And what's your name? Lauren. Right, okay, Lauren. Okay. Woo! 
And that is, I think that's in between, that is a 60. Well done, girls. <laughs> right, okay, and over to this side, okay. How much bread and fish did Jesus use to feed over 5,000 people? Now I have to keep checking, I keep getting them mixed up, how bad's that? Right, I know I keep getting this, not, I think it's an age thing. <laughs> right, okay, any hands up girls? Come on, I know Lacey you need it, or know it, but right, come on, Ruby. Well done, <laughs> well done, okay. Come on up, your turn. Five loaves and two fishes. Well done. That was 180. <laughs> well done. Jackie, I hope your counting skills are good. <laughs> Working all those years in finance branch. Right, okay, this side again. How many commandments are there? Does anybody know? <gasps> right, you put your hand up first. Do you remember? No, what about you? Well done. And aren't you, what, Annalise, is it? Well done. This is Lacey's wee sister, so it runs in the family. Well done. Right, are you going to throw a ball? Yes, keep going. Right. Woo, 140. Well done. Fantastic, fantastic. Right, okay. This side, this side. Who received the Ten Commandments? Right, Olivia? Moses, well done. Well done. Right, come on. Big pressure. I don't know who's in the lead, Jackie. Do you know? No, you don't. <laughs> what is it? 160. Very good. Very good. Right, okay. Next one is Who did God ask to build an ark? I think this one. Put your hands up first. Noah, well done. Right, come on up. And what's your name? Caitlin, right, good luck Caitlin. Oh my goodness me, 190 there, well done. That was a big throw. Okay, okay, and this side then. How many of each animal came into the ark? I didn't see Annabelle. Well done, come on on up. I can't even remember how many. Right, come on, big throw. Well done. What are we at? 140. Very good. Very good. Right. Okay. Two more left for each side. Okay. Who were the first people that God created? Right. Okay. Well, Adam and Eve. Well done. Well done. Okay. Come on. Throw the ball. Ooh, 150. Well done. Well done. Okay, right. Okay, this one. Who was given a coat of many colors? Right, okay. Olivia, you haven't answered. Joseph, well done. Well done. I know a song to go with that. <laughs> what are we at? At 40. Well done. Right, last question. So, come on. Who fought the giant called Goliath? Okay, this we one down at the end. Nearly. David, well done. Well done. I know you know them. I'll have to let somebody else have a turn. Well done. 
Right, okay, come on. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, good luck, Rebecca, in that one. <laughs> Woohoo, 190. <laughs> okay, so last question, okay. Who was swallowed by a big fish? Yes, Jonah, right, come on. And it's Lily, isn't it? Well done. Woo! And that is 90. Well done. Right, Jackie, come on. <laughs> See who won. Oh my goodness, there you go. So well done, everybody. Well
Okay, give them a round of applause for that. Okay, you can sit back down, enjoy that, share it out if you, if you wish. Now, you're probably wondering, why did I get them to just walk across the room and pick up a chocolate bar? Well, you see, on both occasions, Lila was free to walk over there. She could walk any direction she wanted. There was nothing stopping her walking. But what made the difference the second time? What was the difference? Someone was holding her arms, or in other words, someone was holding her captive. She couldn't reach the end goal. Now, you see, all of us, actually, are like the second Because all of us, while we're not held physically captive, like Lila was, all of us, in a spiritual sense, are held captive. Now, our girls did amazing in their readings today. There were some really big words in today's readings. But one of the words that needs a bit of clarification, you might have heard, is it mentioned the word slave. Now, when the Bible mentions that word, it doesn't mean it like we think of that nasty slavery thing. Instead, it means the word of service. So when the Bible talks about a slave, it's talking about to what or to whom you serve. So for example, I've lost a lot of weight recently. And before that, about a year ago, I would have said I was a slave to food. Food was what I served. So whenever my belly rumbled, I would have listened to its call. I would have gone down, got my kebab, loved it. I served food. Or perhaps one we might not like to admit, but it's true for many of us. Some of us might like serving things like lies or gossip, because it can feel good sometimes, can't it, to do that? You know, you don't want to admit it, but it can feel good, and so that might be what you serve. All of us serve something. Now, in response to that, you might be thinking, well, that's good enough for you, but I'm free, you know, I'm not serving anyone or anything. Well, if you heard the reading, the Jews responded a bit like that. They said to Jesus when he talked about the truth will make you free, they said, why would we need freed? They were basically saying, you know, we're already free. You know, what, what do we need freed from? What do we need freed to? We are free. Well, in response, Jesus' response unfortunately touches us all. And here's why. Put your hand up, everyone, if you've ever done something wrong. Yeah, the hand shot straight up. I'm afraid to say, I didn't see everyone, but if you didn't put your hand up, you've just done something wrong, you've lied. Because everyone, all of us, have done something wrong. Or the Bible says we sin. That just means to miss the mark, to not do what God wants us to do. All of us sin. And Jesus, to these people who thought they were free, Jesus says something very disheartening. He says, whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. Or sin is their master. Now, an easy way to demonstrate that is to the girls this time. Did your parent or guardian teach you to lie? Put your hand up if they taught you to lie. Once but we're getting some honesty here. No, you see, most of us aren't taught to lie. We know how to do it instinctively. You know, when we're young, one of the first things we know what to do is to be selfish. You know when your parents aren't looking and you grab the food when you know you're not meant to? You don't need to be taught that. You know how to do it. It's within yourself. The Bible says, for example, in Psalm 51.5, David says, Surely in the womb I was sinful. Right from conception, right from birth, we have a sinful nature. And Romans, for example, tells us that that which isn't done in faith is sin. And therefore all of us have a sinful nature which is holding us captive. It's our master. So 
we're all born as slaves to sin, but why does that matter? What's the big deal? Why does Jesus tell us and tell the people that they needed to be set free? Well, first of all, being held captive by sin doesn't only cause problems to ourselves or to others or to the world. I mean, look at the news. You can see the effect of sin every single day. Everyone has sinned. We all continue to sin. We all will sin in the future. But also, it causes a problem in our relationship with God. You see, God is perfect. So perfect, in fact, that right back at the very start of the Bible, we looked at it in the quiz there, the first humans were Adam and Eve. And when they sinned, just one time, God separated from them. He's that perfect. He can't be around imperfection. And he's also just. That means he has to punish wrongdoing. And that's good because, say, in rainbows or brownies, guys, rangers, let's say, and please don't take this as me saying to do this, let's say someone punched you, right? And Jill or Jack or whoever else saw this. Well, can you imagine if they saw you being punched and then they just said to the person who did it, it's fine, I forgive you. You'd be raging, wouldn't you? You'd think, I've just been wronged. And that person's gotten away scot-free. You know, we know that there should be punishment when someone does something wrong. That's a good thing. And if we know that's a good thing, how much more is it right and good that a perfect God would do the same? And so because of our sin nature, all of us are subject to his punishment forever. But God is also merciful. And this is the good news. This is why I picked this passage. You see, Jesus was sent to set his people free. All those who put their trust and their faith in him, he tells us that the truth will make them free. And Jesus, in talking about this truth, says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. It's Jesus himself that sets us free. And whenever he does that, the reading went on to say that we can become like sons or daughters who can live with God forever. He sets us free so that we can spend, as we sang in Amazing Grace, those 10,000 years forever praising God. We're set free to do that. So if we're freed from something, we're freed by Jesus, by putting our trust in him from punishment. What is it we're freed to? What's the positive side of this? Well, Jesus said to the people that you'll know that you're freed by living in his word, by doing the things he wants us to do. That's evidence that we've been set free by him. And that's a good thing. And Paul touched on it in our first reading when he said that, you know, if I'm set free, does that mean I can just do what I want? It would be like this. Imagine you were freed from prison for stealing. Right? That'd be great. You're released. You're freed. But then, as soon as you're released, the next day, you steal again. <laughs> the freedom you were given, that amazing feeling you felt, didn't last. But Jesus promises that his freedom will last. He says, who the Son sets free is free indeed. And you know, hearing that, hearing like you'll live in Jesus' word, do what he wants, that might sound real boring if you don't know him. But you see, when Jesus sets you free, the Bible says we become a new creature. When you become a Christian, when you put your trust in Jesus, you become a brand new creation. You're not yourself anymore. You're new. You're made in such a way now that you begin to love those things that God loves in his word. You begin to start 
not loving, you begin to hate those sins you used to commit. You become a brand new person when you put your trust in Jesus. He sets you free to do that. In other words, to sum it up, Paul in his reading, he says, you're either a servant to sin, and that's what we all naturally are, but when we're set free, we become servants to righteousness. And that just means to God's will. It becomes what we live for. It becomes what we do. Now, if you become a Christian, it's not like you're perfect. You still mess up. I still mess up. But whatever you do, you get back on the right path. And you begin to regret when you mess up even more. So all of us are held captive, spiritually speaking, by sin. All of us need set free by Jesus. And on our own, there's nothing we can do. But there is hope. And that's why Christians meet every Sunday morning, to remind themselves of that hope. That Jesus, the perfect God-man, that he came to earth to set his people free. So that rather than punishment, he took their place. He took the punishment so that they, his people, could live forever with God. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. I'm just going to pray real quick to finish. Thank you all so much for listening. Dear God, we're so thankful for our girl guides here. We're so thankful for their leaders who are faithful in teaching them each week and being with them and learning them new skills. But more than that this morning, I pray each of us can see our need for Jesus, that each of us can realise that we are servants or slaves of sin from when we're born. And on our own, there's nothing we can do to change that. But oh God, we're so thankful and amazed at the amazing grace you have shown to save a wretch like me, to save any who put their faith in you, that you will set them free, that Jesus will take their punishment, and instead will be able to allow them to go to heaven, to spend eternal life with you. And so we're so thankful, Lord, that you can set us free. And if we do already know you, I pray we can be encouraged by that message. And thank you that you've set us free, that you've brought us from hell to heaven, and that you will hold us forever. So I pray each of us can know you, and know that who the Son sets free is free indeed. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you so much for coming this morning. And I want to thank all the, bo- all the girls, the brownies, the rainbows, the rangers, the guides. Thank you so much for your support in this church and for coming this morning. And I want to thank the leaders particularly. Because if we didn't have volunteers, there would be no rangers or brownies or guides or, 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 or uh, rainbows. Did I say them? <laughs> We wouldn't have them. And it's just such a delight to see you all here this morning. It is lovely. Absolutely lovely. And I think we should give them a round of applause for everything they've done so far. I think you did wonderful. And that wee girl, Cara, who sang, she, yeah, yes. Keep her eye, keep her eyes on her. Britain's got talent coming up, but uh, yes, wonderful.
Um, can, I, can I just speak to the mums and dads just for one minute? One minute. Um, thank you for coming. And we understand that we're going through a difficult time, this cost of living crisis and different things. Um, and I just want to say that we want to be there for you. Um, whatever difficulties, whatever problems, whatever issues you may face, and you may not be a member of this church, you may, this might be the first time you've ever been in this church, doesn't matter. We want to try and be a part of this community. We want to try and help you with whatever you need. So please don't be thinking ever, I don't go to that church. I don't even go to church. Don't be thinking, oh, I can't come. If you have a need, whatever that need is, we would like to be there for you. That's all I want to say. So we're going to have an offering and... Uh, I know there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's little envelopes that, we are, that are being put in the offering plate for, for Turkey and Syria. Uh, but the other money that's being given this morning and the, it will go to these organizations and to support them and help them. Okay, so that's it. <laughs> Let's pray a wee moment. Father, we just, we thank you for every person here this morning, every leader and every girl, and Lord, every parent or grandparent or relative or friend. And Lord, it's just wonderful to have them. Uh, we just thank you, Lord, that they've come. And we pray, Lord, that you would take 
these offerings and Lord that you would use them uh, in the girl guides and in the rangers and the brownies and the rainbows Lord for for your glory for the extension of your kingdom for the support of these tremendous young people in Jesus name Amen Come now just to our final hymn, uh, In Christ Alone, and the colours will be returned uh, during this hymn.
Could I just ask you to remain seated after I say the benediction? Just we'll sing the national anthem. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forevermore. Amen. God save our gracious King, long live our noble King, God save the Thank <laughs> you.